0: Welcome to the digital leaders podcast. My name is Fabian Tausch. I'm a 22 year old entrepreneur from Berlin. And in this podcast episode and trailer, I want to give some context about how I ended up recording this podcast. Why do I think and I'm entitled enough to start a new podcast when everybody does? But also how do I end up getting all these people on board? What happened before And am I just a 22-year-old person that starts now, or do I have some context? Three years ago, roughly October 16, I started my German podcast. It was focusing on interviews with entrepreneurs to make their knowledge accessible and scalable for young entrepreneurs. I was frustrated from university because when I was 19... I realized, okay, just going for studies and to university to make a career without knowing why and just focusing on cash is not what makes me happy. I've never thought about entrepreneurship or self-employment or anything else before because I didn't get in touch with it in the right context. So what I did was I researched about success, personal development, entrepreneurship, and everybody was talking about modeling of excellence or learning from successful people, because that's what it means. When I searched online in 2016, I didn't really find content from entrepreneurs for aspiring and young entrepreneurs. I just found content from people that were making money, because they were teaching me how to make money and i thought that's not what i want to learn because i don't want to sell something if i don't know how to do it just to make money because that would have been kind of the same as following the career path without knowing why because of cash so what i thought about was okay there are a lot of great companies out there but i don't nothing i do know nothing about the leaders, the founders, the backstory. Why is this the case? And I thought, okay, and in this case, it sounds like I've really analyzed the market or anything else. I was a naive 19-year-old. I just thought, okay, let's interview them. In the end, it turned out, okay, other young people had the same problem and wanted to learn from these successful people, but they didn't have access. So just... Three years ago, I had nothing. I did not know anybody besides of my school friends. I dropped out of university, but I don't want to make it about a drop out of college university story because that's not what I do. But it was funny because my parents always ask me, what if it goes wrong? And I was like, but what if it works? So I always had positivity in mind. And in the first months the podcast did quite well. I was happy. I got to talk to some great people. And I learned one of the most important things that made me being who I am and made me go all the way along where I am right now. I learned that everybody is reachable. Because the first thing that I was thinking about was, holy shit, They are all running successful companies. They have, at some point, thousands of employees. How should I ever be able to talk to them? I wanted to invite them for coffee or for a podcast interview or anything else. And they always thought it will be impossible. And then I started with asking people that were a bit, yeah, on their journey, but not as successful as the people that had on my hit list. It worked. And with that starts. The movement and I had some listeners and then I had more listeners and more listeners and then one day I decided okay I think it was like six to eight weeks after I started my podcast but I have my hit list let's say around 50 people because I was thinking very small in the beginning but then I said okay now I ask 15 people a day about a podcast interview I just hit them up somewhere in social media via email whatever I find And, to be honest, it worked freaking well. (laughs) In, I say, three or four days, I've hit up all of the hit list. Of course, there was some no here, no answer there. But at least I got five to ten more interviews. Let's say 20% conversion rate out of the people that I wanted to interview, that I thought I would never reach in the first year or two. And from that point on, it was a bit easier, because I thought, okay... Some answer, some won't answer, some decline, some accept. But if I don't try, I won't will never have an interview. And then one thing I remember especially, and I'm really happy about this experience, on the 3rd of January of 2017, 17, I had an interview with the co-founder of Flixbus, Daniel Kraus. And it was let's say the largest interview that i was recording because i was like holy shit they are more than 700 people already they've transported millions of people they are now expanding everywhere and it was crazy and then i nearly overslept i woke up 10 minutes before the interview and i was like holy freaking shit but then i stumbled into the interview he didn't even realize that i just woke up 10 minutes ago we had 30 minutes Afterwards, I just ask him, "Hey, I realize you're also from Furt. Uh, it's in Bavaria, in Germany. And are you there more often?" And he's like, "Yeah, every every weekend because we lived there with my with my wife." Or he wasn't his wife then back then, but now she is. And I ask him, "Hey, can we go for coffee?" He said, "Yes. Um, we planned six weeks ahead a coffee end of February. I think it was the twenty fifth because on this day a lot of things changed for myself." We've been for coffee, and I thought, like, okay, I will have 30 to 45 minutes because that's what's usually time for an interview. And I think, or I thought, maybe it will be the same time frame. And it was so crazy because we sat down for two hours. He invited me because I didn't bring cash because I was living in Prague, and I was like, oh shit, I hope that I can pay by card, but I couldn't. Since then, I always invite him for coffee or dinner, or whatever we do. So, there was one thing, I asked him, hey, how often do you meet people like me? I was a 20-year-old guy, had nothing, was aspiring entrepreneur, but didn't do anything yet besides the podcast, and he was like, yeah, you know what, I do it once a month, let's say three or four people like you, but they don't hit me up, so there are not that many people that ask me, and I was like, what the fuck? I thought... He was spammed with mails about podcast interviews, coffees, or anything else, or advice. And he was like, no, it's not the case. And then I realized one thing that was very crucial for what I did afterwards. It's just about personal brands that get spammed. So if somebody has a million followers on Instagram, or on LinkedIn, or on Facebook, or YouTube, or whatever you can imagine then there is the fan base, and they are asking him for questions. But is, if somebody is behind the brand, and the brand is the company itself, and they are just running the companies in quotation marks, it's very interesting, because he's like, still, he's like, hmm, I don't get spammed, I get some emails, but Even when you, Fabian, talked like for two and a half years that people should ask me for coffee or anything else, I never received a message that you said or mentioned that they should do it, because nobody does. And that's very interesting, because then I started to hit up everybody that I could imagine, and it turned out that the podcast, the German podcast, hit nearly or roughly two million downloads over two and a half or two nearly three years, and became one of the most successful German podcasts, especially for young entrepreneurs. And I got to do over 100 interviews. And at some point, I realized, okay, that's way too much in my comfort zone. I was talking to a lot of international leaders or at so many conferences with people that I decided, okay, I can't bring in English-speaking people ...to a podcast where 150 episodes have been done in German before. So, over a year ago, I decided to start an international English-language podcast. And that's Digital Leaders. I recorded more than 20-plus interviews already over the last year. And to give a bit of context to that, I wanted to make it about digital digitization because I was hit up by a lot of leaders and um, people from small and medium enterprises and corporates if I couldn't bring people in that um, are better in the field than they are. And I was like, of course I can. I recorded the 10 to 15 first interviews and realized digitization is very boring. So I had 15 interviews with really great people. One was the co-founder of GitHub, Scott Chacon, five days after he sold his company to Microsoft. Or the CEO of Logitech. Or David Allen, the um, author of Getting Things Done. Or Chris Farinacci, the CMO of Google Cloud and now COO of Asana. And more and more people. And I was like, holy shit. I don't want to publish it with the branding and positioning that I have right now. And I talked to people about publishing this podcast for over a year now. And it took me so long because I needed to understand how do I want to reposition the podcast. And I decided it definitely has to be again for young people. The podcast that I did before was in German and focused on young entrepreneurs. I just interviewed founders of companies In this case, in the Digital Leaders um, podcast and version, I will interview digital leaders to educate the next generation of digital leaders. So it's 100% on educating you as a listener to become one of the next generation of digital leaders. And maybe you are already and want to have some more insights and get access to people that have positions where you don't really get to know them anymore or don't really understand what they're doing. And that's why I decided, okay, I keep the branding, but I will reposition what it is about. Took me a long time to figure out when to publish because I had a lot of opportunities to publish with others or to do giveaways or to do anything else. And then I realized, okay, I need to decide because if I don't commit to a date, I will never publish a podcast. And it's crazy. I had over a year for now, I had this unfinished product or podcast in my backpack. I talked about it to a lot of people, I interviewed a lot of people of in really high positions and I'm talking to them more and more and they ask me, hey, did you publish a podcast? And I was like, no, I didn't. I need to find the right timing. And I was like, I can't do that anymore because yeah, normally I'm, I'm somebody, if I say something and I really believe in it, I execute as as fast as possible. And I procrastinated as much as possible for this podcast. This is not what I want to do. So that's when I decided, okay, I need to launch it. And It couldn't be a better timing because now um, this episode is a bit earlier released than the other episodes because it's a trailer, but I'm hosting two Fireside Chats in the next two weeks. One is with uh, the CEO of Movinga and now founder of Sanity Group, Finn-Age Hensel in in Berlin. And the other one is um, at the end of June, 27th of June, with the CEO of Logitech and the Pirate Summit in Cologne. And I think... It couldn't be better to launch the podcast than on stage. So that's why I decided to bring it up as quickly as possible and don't have too many launch strategies or whatever, because then I will take too long to optimize everything. And I decided, okay, that's not what I want. Um, So that's a bit of backstory to the podcast. And I want to add some more context about me as a person. What I generally do besides the podcast, because that's not my main business, is I'm running the Young Entrepreneurs Program. It's a one-year mentoring and coaching program for the most talented young entrepreneurs, aged between 17 and 23 years old. It's co-founded together with the Code University of Applied Sciences and in persona with uh, Thomas Bachem here in Berlin. It's a program. We we started it and we, we executed it as a non-profit and it's focusing on strengthening the ecosystem for young entrepreneurs and to really help them grow a network out of peers because I think it's not that easy to find the right people to talk to because there are a lot of one-opreneurs and blah blahpreneurs out there, how I would call them. People that just say and talk about ideas but don't execute. That's not what we want to have. And it's also hard to get a network out of mentors and successful entrepreneurs and access to the right skill sets. So to learn and be coached about stress competency, personal development, but also fundamental skills as sales and fundraising. So we will try to make it as useful as possible. But to be honest, we're beginning right now. We have 28 participants. We have our mentors most of them already, and partnerships. But I will try to document the way a bit because we start in August with the official program and until now it's just about hypothesis. Besides that we have our participants, so I don't want to talk too much about how the actual part of Young Entrepreneurs Program is. But if you're interested in helping the ecosystem for young entrepreneurs or want to connect with them please reach out to me then we can definitely jump on a call and talk to each other about it and if you are interested i will definitely launch the next episode in a few days latest and then do a smaller pre-launch so i would be very happy if you come back subscribe to the podcast and if you listen to the first interviews and read the first articles that i will publish or see some snippets i would be more than happy if you would share it with friends because uh, of whom you think they might um, get value out of the podcast but also if you um want to subscribe or leave me a how is it called in english i always say it in german um, if you want to, to leave me a rating, um, for the podcast would help a lot, share it on social media. And if you have some questions or want to connect, hit me up on Instagram, Fabian dot Tausch, T-A-U-S-E-H or on LinkedIn, I will link it down below and I would be more than happy to connect. I'm very much looking forward to this podcast and everything that will follow I will publish once a week. Maybe I will publish two or three episodes in the first weeks uh, a week, but I will try to stick to one episode a week because I realized at the last podcast that I will run out of content if I have stressful parts in my day-to-day business and that it's just too much to listen to everything. A lot of people that followed my podcast don't even know who I interviewed because it was too much. So thank you very much for listening and let's get started.